Welcome to the Busy Being Born podcast with your hosts Kamande and Kigondu. We have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest. Are they brilliant? But of course. Uh, Very. Do they represent the motherland? But of course. Wait. Are they are they busy being born? But of course. Who is this guest? Who is this guest? Do tell. Ladies and gents, the one and only drum rolls, please. <laughs> <laughs> Alice Wangoi. Should we say Kombani? You can. Fantastic. You okay with that? <laughs> yes, I'm okay with that. Uh, Alice Wangoi Kombani. Mm. With her latest feature, that is uh, Pillow Talk, pulling crowds to the cinemas, Alice Wangoi is not new to having an audience to develop in her work. Her brainchild project, Towards Cinema, no, mm. not to do research, eh? ah. <laughs> <laughs> Towards Cinema was particularly aimed to doing just that bringing locally made films to the audience. Having won coveted awards such as the best short film at the 2015 Zanzibar Film Festival for her film, Angles of My Face. Amazing, yeah? amazing. Mm. You watched get it, it eh? I watched it. <laughs> That's what um, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and most recently, she also won um, best newcomer producer at the inaugural WIFA, AKA Women in Film Awards. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Alice Wangoi Kombani. Yes. Um, Alice is definitely not a newcomer to winning at life. We sit down with the queen, Hello. the filmmaker, an yeah. all-around cool human being to talk matters creating, becoming, growing, learning. In other words, how she stays busy being born. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second episode of the Busy Being Born podcast. And as you heard, we have someone amazing in studio with us, yes. Alice Kombani. How are you doing, Alice? Fine. How's everything? Thank you. Mini Chacha. <laughs> I like that. I would, I would come true. here again and again. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason you're here. That's the only reason you're here. Mm -hmm. How have you been the last six months? Um, I, I know it's the obvious question to start with, mm. especially due because of the times you're in. Mm. How's the last seven, seven months now, since March? Seven, wow. Yeah, it's, How's yeah. it been for you? I, I keep saying this and I think it's, it's unsettling to people, mm -hmm. but I've been thriving. Wonderful. I have been we thriving. We have to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no I, I can't complain. Yeah. yeah, I can't mm -hmm. complain. I have I have done things that I never knew I would do mm -hmm. because of the seclusion and uh, just being able to focus at, at the things that are important because now you can't like mm -hmm. share your energies out there. Yeah, yeah. 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 But this is, this is not that big a challenge for you mm -hmm. uh, in terms of having kids home. Yeah. Mm. So I happen to know that you've been doing a lot of homeschooling. Yeah. Even mm -hmm. before it was a even thing. Even before this. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Years before it was a thing. Yeah. So yeah, clearly thriving is your. What do I say? <laughs> it is my what work you This is my, my portion. Your portion. It's oh, our portion. portion. Yeah. Thriving yeah. is it's your portion. Yeah. 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 Tell us about that. Mm. Um, homeschooling. Yeah. yeah. It's a choice that we made like two years ago. Mm -hmm. This is probably yes our second year. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of our kids is a bit challenged, our last born. Mm -hmm. She's dyslexic. So she, we tried school. We actually went to school for three years, but she couldn't settle. And uh, she didn't do as well as we, we thought she would. Mm -hmm. And uh, she kept saying, I don't want to go to school. So I kept her home for maybe three days in a week. 
I was like, this is not making sense. Mm -hmm. And then one day a teacher had her, not even a teacher, uh, uh, an assistant teacher. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why am I forcing this child to go to school? Yeah. So we sat down with her dad and I was like, let me try this. And I kept her home for some time and she was doing so well. Oh. She was happier. Mm -hmm. She was very anxious before. And then I was like, let me just teach her some things. And she picked up so well. And we decided at the beginning of the year of, of uh, that the next year mm -hmm. that she's not going to school. Wow. Yeah. That's how it started. <laughs> That's yeah. how it started. And oh. then the others were like, why is this one not going to school? Yeah. We have three kids. <laughs> we want that. That yeah. looks fun. Yeah. And then it yeah. was interesting because that's when they were introducing CBC. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're like, this is so interesting. Our, our kids were going at Rafiki Caravana just around here. And uh, we went to all the meetings that they were introducing the, the new curriculum. And they were not very sure of what they were offering. And I was like, Sawa, let me just have this other one, my second born, Wairimo. So she came home. Then the other one was in class six. He was like, why is everyone at home and I'm the one who's <laughs> catching the bus every morning? <laughs> I was like, you just talk to your dad because he didn't have a, a reason to come home. And uh, he's a very good uh, learner. He's very... He absorbs things. Mm -hmm. We've yeah. not had a Just lot of screens. the first one or the dad? The first one. <laughs> <laughs> the dad too. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So he also joined us out of just peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, the two, they're very good learners. Mm. So they're, they're self-teaching. Mm. I struggle with the last one. Not really struggle. I have to be there with, with her. Mm. But we, we joined the British curriculum. We signed up with the British Council. Mm. We have our exams there. And we're doing very well. Nice. Awesome. Um, yeah. is, it, is it easy for you to do that, uh, being in the creative industry? Would it be harder if, let's say, for instance, you had an eight to five job? I actually had a job, only it was not eight to five. I was okay. teaching film. Ah, I was teaching film okay. at KCS. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had to quit that. You know, with teaching, you can take whatever hours you want. You'd probably, at the beginning of the semester, just arrange with your students what time you'd be meeting. I, I had to quit that because now teaching is also very. Um, Tasking. Tasking, mm -hmm. because you have to do your research, especially film. It's very new in Kenya, like the study of film. You have to do your, your research, you have to come with content, you have to have things for them to watch, maybe together with the students. So I could, like, probably, if I have three days of teaching, I could probably research for two days, and then now the three days is, so it is very taxing as well. Mm. But it got to a point where I was like, even for homeschooling, I have to settle down and decide what it is that I want to do. Okay. Like, okay. It's, yeah. So you've just left uh, this teaching gig, yeah? Mm -hmm. Then you've started homeschooling. And now, as we are talking, it's a couple of years later. How, how, how would a typical day look for you? Like today, I'm making a film somewhere, maybe two or three, because I know you that way. I know you like have a couple of projects going on. So you have your filmmaking thing going on. You have your motherly and wifely duties, and you're also teaching. So how would a typical day look for you? Then. Then. Oh. This is even before corona and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm very purposeful. So first of all, I only choose the subjects that I want to teach. So that really guided how I'm going to operate. So for example, at KCA they had uh, film, and then they had... Uh, KC? KCA University. KCA, KCA mm -hmm. Kenya College of Accountancy. Yes. Accounting Accountancy. It's, it's, yeah, it, it was an, it's actually a very new department. They've only had it for, like, I think this is the third year. They, it's, they're calling it film and, and uh, education. So they're having the languages and basically they're training teachers mm -hmm. and artists. So 
A typical day would be, I, I would actually schedule, like I'd, I'd know that maybe Thursday and Friday, that's when I'm in KCA. And then these other days, I'm probably doing something else. So I actually split my day in what I want to do. So I wake up in the morning and I, I do my art. So that means probably even before COVID, we had all these uh, WhatsApp groups. And so I'd have probably two groups going on of um. people that I support. It's not probably not my film, but people that I support. So we'd engage and get to maybe appoint crew and cast, uh, share mood boards, do a lot of things that are art-oriented, film-oriented. Yeah. yeah. And then in the afternoon, that's when I'd, I'd know probably the kids are coming back home and that's when I'm focused with them. And then the days that I'm not there, I'd, I'd make sure that they know that I am not available maybe Thursday and Friday. And this is when we can talk maybe in the morning and I'd drive them to school or Gioni. Because mm. my husband is also very busy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's he's been born and he's busy getting born again and again. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. wonderful. And you mentioned that you're very purposeful, right? Mm. And, and you obviously know that. Uh, but what keeps you energized and going, especially during those long days when you mm. have uh, various things going on for you? Mm. For me, I think, first of all, I love life. Atalo, when I woke up and the sun was out, I was like, oh my God, this is another day in Africa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm very excited to be in Africa. Mm -hmm. And then Africa is great. Isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Africa yeah. is wonderful. We actually pray with my kids and they're like, ah, God, thank you for just, just making us African. <laughs> yeah, they are yeah. aware and mm -hmm. I'm also very aware of that. Mm -hmm. But I had a second chance at life. Mm -hmm. I, I was unwell at some point. I had gone to get a child at delivery, mm -hmm. but it went wrong. Mm -hmm. I, I had uh, a condition, it's called thrombosis, just blood mm -hmm. clotting in your yeah, system. Yeah. So I, I went down in a coma for like two months. Two months in yes, a coma? Yes, I was um, in a How coma. long ago was this? <laughs> 2013. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I came out, we had a lot of conversations with God that time. Yeah. <laughs> So when I came out, I was like, you know what, I have to be very purposeful because unlike anyone else, this is my second time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I made very conscious decisions about the people that I'm with, mm -hmm. the things that I want to do. And I think that's, that really uh, guides me. What do you mean your second time? Because we, we are born and you're like, oh, uh, this is yeah, life. I so see, for me, I, I had gone out, mm -hmm. now I'm coming back again. Mm -hmm. From the yeah. coma, coming the back coma. again yeah. to this side. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I... Is there anything, mm -hmm. like I know you probably wouldn't remember, but it's fine, mm -hmm. but in that time you're in a coma, do you, do you remember things from the, the other That's side? Mm. The mm. other side, do you? I do, I do. First of all, I was not, I was not out completely yeah. at some point because it was an induced coma and then it, it, it became permanent. So I could feel people around me. Okay. And I really, really, I was very scared, first of all, and I really wanted people to just be around me, just to be aware that I am still in this other side, because yeah. it was very dark back there. The, the moments where I, I was sliding into not being here. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I really wanted to just listen and hear people, but there was a lot of machines, a lot of beeping. But I really wanted people to just hold me. At the same time, it's just a poke on your neck because yeah. I was on life support. I really wanted that. So just you could feel when you were I being could. touched? Yes. Okay. At points where I could. I was completely in darkness, but there are points. And when I realized that I wanted to hold people, I could clutch them and, and not let them go. Yeah. So it's uh, like literally as it happens in the movies. 
like yeah. when the person is on the other side mm. and like they cling on to you. Yeah, it okay. is. And I think I I am so keen on on uh, physical touch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and nakumbuka mm, some some point I would be like, please, guys, don't go. I, of course, I had pipes and everything, mm -hmm. but I was just willing them not to go. Yeah. I'd be like, please, don't go, don't go, don't go. And I wouldn't even know who it was, yeah. but I just wanted them around. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a point where I remember in that darkness, even before, I was, I had hymns going on in my head. That's mm. when you remember God, mostly. Mm, yeah. Every time I'm talking about this story, I couldn't, I can't remember that, that specific hymn, but it, it had nothing to do with Jesus. Mm. But as a voice told me, just say the name Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm going all religious on all. No, it's okay. Mm -hmm. it's but this okay. is it. This is my story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I kept saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I said it three times, and every time because I was on life support and they were pumping. Not verbally, but in your head. In my head, yeah. In your head, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's that sense of you speaking to yourself. Even mm -hmm. right now, we have yeah. it. Yeah. You're conscious. Mm -hmm. I think you're conscious. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I kept saying Jesus, and that's when. I came out like completely. That's when I came out completely. I could feel the machines going crazy, mm -hmm. the beeping, because mm -hmm. it's constant, because mm -hmm. it's on its own. But when now it's, it senses that it's now off track, mm -hmm. it goes crazy. So I could, I could hear it going crazy and people also trying to get to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I really believe in that guy, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Since then, mm -hmm. I'm very curious because uh, for some reason during this COVID season, and I was telling Kigondo the other day, mm. I've been thinking a lot about death, mm. not in a very morbid way, but it, uh, just the lessons that you learn from death and, and getting comfortable with the idea of death, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. it's going to happen to any of us anyway. Mm. Um, there's this um, account I found on Twitter. Mm. I told you, I don't know if I told you about it. Mm -hmm. um, it's a daily death reminder. So every time yeah. I get on Twitter, yeah. the, algorithms, <laughs> the algorithms are very great because they know, so normally your feed, it's, your, your feed is not... Um, you feed is algorithmic, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So if if you continuously like or retweet an account, yeah. that's, that's what, what you, they'll suggest. That's what they keep saying, right? yeah. Mm. So because I like every single tweet by that account, and it's mm. just the same tweet every day. Mm. Your daily death reminder: you will die someday, mm. right? And it's not a bad thing. I'm I'm getting more comfortable with that idea, mm. but I think the the scariest thing is mm. finding out uh, just me thinking about it and not wanting to not have lived. 100% right? completely, mm. yeah. Um, so since then, because that, that's what, you know, a coma is, you know, closer to death mm. than any other experience, <laughs> yeah, right? it's the fence. <laughs> yeah, it's a fence. Mm. Uh, do you ever think about death and, and, and... I do. Yeah. I have, I have. I actually, like this morning, I actually posted something close to that. Mm -hmm. Like, what are your wildest dreams and are you chasing them? Because mm -hmm. I am conscious about that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And uh, death is, is a constant. I have lost some, mm -hmm. like I have three kids right now. One is adopted, mm -hmm. so probably from me it's just two. <coughs> and uh, I, I lost my firstborn during delivery. I don't know, we're actually talking about that with my sister. She's a reproductive health uh, specialist. Mm -hmm. I lost uh, a couple of kids on just miscarriage, like they were not full term. Mm -hmm. And then I lost that child in 2013. So loss is, is something close to me. Oh. Death is something that I have dealt with up close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have, I, I actually think about death and uh, it doesn't scare me because I've been there. Mm -hmm. And I think even with loss, when, you, when you're able to let go, I was very bitter at some point, even with God, especially after I lost my first mm -hmm. son. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, 
I think I'm doing everything right according to you now mm. God. Yeah. <clears throat> and still you you chose to take uh, something that I wanted because I really wanted that child. Mm. It's your first child. You're like, "Oh, I'm excited mm -hmm. and everything." And you still chose to do that. I actually didn't even pray for like a whole year after yeah. I lost my first mm -hmm. one. And uh, something interesting happened. I met a lady. She's she's a relative of a of my best mate, mm -hmm. the lady who yeah. We met, I was still in KU that time. So I was just walking and then she was like, how is the child? Because I was very pregnant when I was still walking around. Mm. Like, I lost that child and I didn't want to talk about it. She was like, you know what? There's something that you need to learn. You don't, don't sink in so much in your misery and forget that maybe God is trying to tell you something. I was like, hmm. And KU, there's a lot of walking. So I walked and I was like, what is God trying to tell me? I thought about it for so long. And I, I came out of whatever it is that I was in. I was like, you know what? I want, I want, I want to have this conversation. Tell me what you want mm -hmm. me to learn. Mm. And uh, they're not concrete uh, lessons, but I've learned how to let go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Even those things that you feel like you're entitled to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Interesting. Everything is fleeting. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I love everything is is a gift. It's a gift. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Even yeah. a journey, mm. probably even pregnancy. It could be nine months, but it could be a journey. You were just meant to go for that journey, and yeah. you're not meant to get maybe the child. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's about the now, the yes. present, the now. Yeah. Um, you know. we've, we've like started the uh, <laughs> and went into the depth. <laughs> mm. uh, but I love it. It's mm. beautiful. Uh, and thanks for sharing that. Mm. Thanks so much for sharing that. So for the guys listening to the podcast. Mm. Uh, yeah, we do go deep. We do. Mm -hmm. uh, clearly with Alice and um, definitely future guests will be going in that direction as well. So you spoke of something around religion. Yeah. Um, and the podcast is mostly around just becoming better mm. and you cannot not attach becoming better a better version of yourself without the belief in something so how much of it is is sort of pointed to that moment you know the moment mm. we just talk, uh, mm. talked about mm. so were you a stronger believer you're christian yeah were you yes, a stronger believer before then then you got shaken and mm. here you are or was it after that moment you became super into this and besides that are there other ways of looking at life even from the eyes of religion that you subscribe to mm. yeah so do you do you hear things by uh, uh, muslims mm. yeah and uh, you i'm sure you have you'll tell us that story. Mm. Yeah. yeah or buddhism <laughs> mm. or you know are, you, are there other religions you sort of pick notes from mm. am i you totally into christianity and that's it for me so matters religion okay ah my family is actually multi-religious. Like we have so many people who are from different. Some are actually traditionalists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mother is from. Yikui or um, in, in what direction? No. Mm -hmm. They're actually no. My mother's side. She's Borana. Okay. And some of them are Rendile. Mm -hmm. So these are people who are not. They could have known that they, these religions exist, but mm -hmm. they still worship the. The same the way they God. did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we still have those people. Actually, God. Let me not say African. God. <laughs> they still worship God. Yes, yes. they do worship God yes. in their own fashion. <laughs> yes. And I can say that even in my mother, because her mother is Muslim. They're the people who became Muslim. My, her mother is Somali. Mm -hmm. Her dad is Burana Rendile. Mm. 
So some, at some point, when we're even talking, she'd be like, you know what, we keep, we keep uh, talking about do you mean that the, my people are going to hell because they did not know this God that we're being introduced yeah, to? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it could be the Muslim God or the Christian God. Because mm -hmm. she now married a man who is, now my dad is Kikuyu. Mm -hmm. He's not really Christian, but he's, he's been brought up in that Christian bracket. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have been exposed to all that, mm -hmm. my Muslim side of my family, like my mother's side. Some of them are Muslim. My, my twin sister is Muslim. Hello. <laughs> she has a twin sister. <laughs> I, I knew this like a few months ago. Like, what? <laughs> a few months ago, it's a yeah. few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you have a twin sister? Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, but clearly. Mm. Yeah, two different mm. people. There's a lot of stories here, yeah. There's a lot of stories here. Yes, sir, there, <laughs> there, there are so many different tangents. So yeah. trust me, we'll, we'll go into some. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, and my, my our last born brother is also Muslim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have I have been exposed to all that, and even when we visit, maybe my mother's side, I can't dress maybe the way I dress in Nairobi. Mm -hmm. I have to be respectful of their way of life. Being a Muslim, you have to have your headscarf on. It's just respectful. Mm -hmm. So I am exposed to all that. When uh, growing up, we had the choice to decide, am I going to go this way or that way? And we, we were, my parents were good enough. We just decided. Mm. Because we went to a Catholic school, it was easier for me to just, because we went for mass almost every day. I, I, I thought, I, I don't know if it's socialization. I was... I was mm -hmm. uh, it's conditioning. It's conditioning, yeah. So I, I just followed that route, so mm -hmm. I became Catholic. And uh, I followed through. I got baptized in the Catholic Church. Catholics, ca Catholic, Catholic, Catholicism. Catholicism yeah. is very easy. It's just uh, attending mass, just being there. Mm. From 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 my experience, maybe it could, I could be wrong. And uh, that's how I got married. Even in the Catholic Church, mm. my husband is not was was is not also very religious. But he followed me into the church. Mm. We did our wedding there. And uh, much later, that's when we, I was like, you know what, I want, I want more. And that's when I was like, you know, I can read the Bible for myself. Mm. I ventured into the Bible. I was like, there's so many things that are in here that we're not being told. The Bible is a wonderful book. Yeah? <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful book. Mm. Yeah. Whichever you look at it, either coming from a religious angle mm. or even not. As a, as a just piece like of art. Literature. Literature. Is either literature or a self-help book. Yeah. If, if you just choose to live by the Bible, not because mm. you believe in God, mm. um, then there are so many wonderful lessons, especially from the New Testament. And you can go into the depths of this, especially around <laughs> the Old Testament and the New Testament. Mm. But I think it's just a wonderful book. Yes. Yeah, but me too. And the characters yeah. are very alive. Yes. And they have, they, they have flows. Yeah. Maybe you think, oh my God, this is a God mm. book. Yeah. They are just perfect people. Yeah. It's yeah. not true. Yeah. So that's how I got into the book. I was like, you know what? I want to go to a church where I get more mm. out of maybe the, the Sunday services. That's how we joined uh, Trinity Chapel. It's in Roiro. Mm -hmm. I don't know. First of all, we joined uh, another. Uh, I'm forgetting its name. It, it's also says the TRM. That's where we started maybe that. I started that journey. Yeah. I just want more. And it was very fresh for me, like Unenda service. And they're not really about this nini that has been de de dedicated for this service, this this verse. They would go all out. Yeah. Yeah. And so many things would be imbibed into the service. And uh, much later, I, we, when I when I came out of the, 
I don't know if this is politically correct, but this is how I feel. You, you don't have to be politically correct. This is about you. When I, when I got that traumatic experience, when I came back, I was like, I, I really hope my church was taking care of my kids because they were really into the services mm. and everything. But I found out that they weren't. This uh. is the Catholic church? No. Uh, the, the, the church. Okay. You'd chosen uh, maybe the probably I'll remember more. it. Yeah. 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 I'll remember its name and I'll mention. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I was very feisty. I was like, I want to know and correct that. So I went back to the church. I was like, can you guys maybe come and pray with us? Because I feel like this is important for us as a family. And they kept postponing it because mm. I just wanted them to walk that journey with us. Mm. And I was like, my husband, I, I was agitated because I, I had to have physiotherapy. Mm -hmm. I couldn't go to church. Mm -hmm. My body was swollen after the whole uh, whatever ICU experience. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't be amongst people. So I was like, can you just come and worship with us? They couldn't. I got so hurt. <laughs> yeah. I got so hard, I was like, I don't want to be with these people. Mm. And that's how I quit that church. And I told them, I sent the pastor an email, I was like, this is what happened to us. I almost died. You guys didn't stand with my family. I was so hard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, picking from all these backgrounds, mm -hmm. uh, now do you, you, do you subscribe just to Christianity? Am I you mm. pick from all of them? No, I don't. I, 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 I'm a believer in Jesus, okay. in God, and the Bible. And it, it's not about a bunch of people trying to go a certain way. Yeah. It's about me and the experience that I get every single day, mm. every single moment. So even my church is basically my life because I have these awesome people, my kids, my family. Yeah. So that's church for me mm -hmm. to begin with. We could do the Sunday church service. Rituals, but yeah. Every day is a day that we'll be like, you know what? Oh my God, this is an awesome day. We're like, thank you, mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. mm. Even with homeschooling, every day is, is a lesson. Every single moment is mm -hmm. a lesson. Be like, oh my God, we're doing skeletons. We're like, yeah, mom, yani, there's this whole structure which is holding us together. I'm like, you know what? That's God. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. everything is a life lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very personal. For me, God and I, it's a very personal uh, journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, clearly. If, mm -hmm. if you went there and mm -hmm. sat, I, I wouldn't say sat next to him, but <laughs> you are on the other side yeah. for a moment, that's mm -hmm. definitely, that would be something you'd subscribe to. So have you used these stories from your background mm -hmm. and stories from your experience as a human being into your art? So mm. speaking of film, is there a film around that experience? <laughs> Wonderful in transition. Wonderful segue. Yeah, I'm yeah. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so have you, have you used this directly into film as scenes? Uh, or in a way, have you been inspired by all this that you've gone through? Uh, honestly, I haven't been able to talk about this for a very long time. Okay. My husband was very keen to share He's also he's gone through the whole traumatic experience with me. Of course. So mm -hmm. he was very keen to share and just, we did something with BBC at some point, just after I got out of hospital. And then he was keen on having it written, some sort of memoir. But I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I, I, I felt like I needed to process it for, for a longer time. And this is when, I think I've spoken about this now, maybe for two years, like honestly and candidly. So I haven't. Even film-wise, mm. I have not, I have not, maybe infused it into my life. Mm. But maybe what I can say is that, with my movies going forward, is that they're very honest. 
they're very honest. I don't try to subvert things that are they're supposed not to be subverted. Okay, according to me, mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I am not. I'm not trying to be politically correct. I I actually believe that every moment that we're in life, we have this. I don't know if we can call it saturation. But there's this way that we're seeing things right now. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, you'll have maybe more knowledge, and that's not how you're going to see things. Yeah. So I'm like, the movies I'm making right now, they have this kind of color and this kind of truth, and I want to stick with that. Mm. For example, I'm writing a, a story about a child who was raped by a relative. And uh, it's not, we, we can't show that, mm -hmm. like maybe the rape scene and everything. But we can show the pain, mm. and I'm very keen to show that. Mm -hmm. Just whatever the child went through, the mother, maybe even the, the people around them, because they're also going through some pain. Mm. And I'm very keen to show that pain. I will not show the blood and everything, but I will show what they're feeling. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's the only thing that I can say I have been influenced by okay. the experience. Okay. Uh, now that you've transitioned into... Um, what you do. Mm -hmm. Although I'd really like to come back to these stories. As yeah. you know, I'm very keen on these stories. Mm -hmm. So I'll put a pin on that, especially around community mm -hmm. and how, uh, you know, I'd like, I'd like us to go a bit deeper into the erosion of the Ubuntu and African communism mm -hmm. um, by so many things, including religion, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and how maybe is that a true replacement of what we had? So if you go maybe to uh, you know, your shags or your rural place, mm. they still have a lot of communities with them, right? Mm. Um, and that's very helpful. But I'd like to put a pin on that because you've already gone on this other tangent. Uh, but you come in a wonderful trifecta, if I may, of uh, your director, you're a producer, you're a writer, mm. right? Yes. Um, so I, I want to delve a bit deeper into uh, directing and producing. Mm. How, how do you choose the, the films or the movies that you produce or direct? Mm. Mm. Uh, first of all, I started as a writer. Mm -hmm. I've been writing, I think, for the longest time from the high school, the normal prose, the love notes and everything. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah? Is that and how you met your husband? Mm, no, that's okay. not how I met my husband. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but my father is also a writer. Okay. Yeah. He's very, very, he's very, I think he's a better writer. He is a better writer than myself mm -hmm. because he's very dedicated. He has a desk. He writes every single day. Wow. And is your husband a writer as well? He My is. husband is a writer. Yeah. Yeah. Award-winning. Award-winning. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, so, wow. Mm -hmm. That's great. You're surrounded by writers and you write it yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. go on. So when I, when I, my first degree is in, in education. And I went back for another degree when they introduced the degree in uh, film and theater. Mm -hmm. So I went back to school and did it again, all over again. And I felt like this is it. This is what I want to do. I want to, to do the creative side of life. And film, I think, embodies that side. Like it, it's got sound, it's got the, the written art, and then we got the visual. So it's like very... A rich. bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, so that was a very conscious decision. The first degree was job, so because the going to school, so we just going to school because we were told to go to school. But this other one, I was very conscious. I went to school. I was like, I want to know everything. I was very excited mm -hmm. to just learn the art of making films. And, and how long was this after you had already finished your first degree? I actually did not like finish finish the other degree because when they introduced <laughs> this other one, I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Transfer uh, immediately. I see, I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, so 
I have written and I, I didn't know how to make films. I, I did angles of my face when I was in second year. So I, I, I it was actually on post-it notes, the movie itself. Mm-hmm. It was like eight, eight pages of post-its. Like, it's an experience I saw when I was, I was living on Thika Road mm-hmm. when the post-election violence happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we'd see trucks coming from this other side of Kenya to going towards central Kenya. Mm-hmm. And uh, people would be stripped and would be like they were checking people to see if they were they were they were coming from this other side or they were like the the people who were uncircumcised were not making way. That actually way happened. It did. So and we saw that because I was living on the highway. So as a man you had to drop down your pants. Yeah. They were stopping matatus and checking. So they were not making it through. Some of them were being beaten. So if you know, you were not even trying to get through. That's grueling. At what part of Dikarod? Kahawa. Kahawa? Yes, Kahawa. Wow. Barracks, actually. So Tulukot Nation, just on the highway. Mm-hmm. Mm, so I saw that, like, oh my God, this is crazy. And this yeah. is what I'm seeing. And this is Nairobi. So you can mm. imagine what is happening on the extremes yeah, of the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I was like, can you just imagine whatever is going on? And that's when I got that story of angles on my face. I wrote it down. And then when I joined uh, film school, I was like, I can do this. So I, I, I asked someone, and they were like, I can direct this. I was like, oh, cool. And they brought in their DOP. So I was only a writer, and I just produced the whole DOP thing. is director of? Director of photography. Okay. Yeah, or cinematographer. Mm-hmm. So we were all students by that time. And that's how I learned how to do films, by just making them happen. Mm. Class was helping, but not really. Mm-hmm. But now the doing part was very useful. Mm-hmm. And that's when, because I hadn't produced yet, and we don't even have units in uni that teach you how to produce films. Oh, you don't? Mm-hmm. We don't. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Has oh. this changed ever since? It has. Okay. Now with the new curriculum, like whatever we introduced, I was part of the curriculum development for KCA. Okay. We have all that. We even have uh, broadcasting, like how to exhibit your films and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't learn that in school. We learned it on the job. So that's how I produced. And then I, I, I thought directing was such a big, I still think it's such a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I kept off from directing for some moments. And then eventually I came into directing and uh, my final project I wrote. Uh, no, no. Yes, I did. I wrote, produced and directed. And I was like, you know what? This is it. I, I am okay with doing all this mm. for my fi- final exam. And what, what project was this? It's called Have Notes. Have Notes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's an exam, so we can't have it out here. Yeah. yeah. But I still have it, and I think... And I'm out here thinking I've watched almost all your Everything. Films. Yeah. No. Clearly, I have not. To everyone listening, to everyone listening, I think you should all go and watch Angles of My Face. Yeah. I watched it, you and did? it's amazing. Um, mm. Especially he- hearing you say that you did it in your second year of uni. Yeah. It's an impressive piece of work. Oh, thank you. Um, and yeah, it, it got me a bit teary at the end. Oh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So mm. there's this connection, and you'll hear this throughout the podcast, because me being a father is life-changing. Mm. It's probably, it's, it's actually the most life-changing thing that happened, has happened to me. Okay. Right? Mm. Um, so uh, I, I see things in a different perspective now, mm. even unconsciously. In that, so for instance, when um, at the end of that film, and mm. you know, spoiler alert, mm. um, whatever happens at the end of that film, mm. so I, I'll try to tell this story without being too, <laughs> uh, too exact about it. Mm. Um, whatever happens at the end of that film, mm. um, with the man being left with the kid, yeah. it had me 
it got me. Yeah. Um, especially because you know, being in a family with my wife and mm. us bringing up a kid, I know what it takes to have a baby. I know that feeling. Mm. You know, so mm. I was like, oh my god. It's mm, um, crazy. Even after going through all that they have gone through mm. because of post-election violence, mm. as a story, yeah. they still this man has to still go through this. I'm like. Life can throw you something nice. It's crazy. Mm. I mean, yeah. yeah. So it's it, everyone should go watch it. It's on Vimeo. Yeah, right? it is. Um, why? Any reason why it's not on YouTube? There's no reason. Okay. I should put it on YouTube. I think you should because I think um, a lot of people would prefer it mm. uh, on a more ubiquitous platform. I'm gonna do it today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, please do okay. that. So please yeah. ask for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is an amazing thing so far. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for people who, um, like me, who did not understand. The things that people had to go through mm. post that time uh, because of the post election violence. Mm. I mean, please just watch it so that yeah. you can at least empathize. Okay. Now that we're around the, the particular film mm. and films in general, uh, so a couple of friends uh, of mine and I mm. uh, normally have movie nights mm. and it's super random. Mm. So we'll uh, sit and say, Which Kenyan? We are very particular. Maybe okay. we'll go to Africa, so mm. we'll go. Mm. Which Kenyan uh, director, producer, writer? Filmmaker in short, mm. uh, have we not watched in a while? Mm. So we'll sit and binge. Wow, okay. So wow. you were among the first three that we did. Wow. Yeah, so okay. we, did, we did a Licario night, mm. we did an Alice night, Ooh. we did a Pitakawa night, we'll do a Karanja night. <laughs> 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 we did a Martin Kigondu night. Wow. So on your particular night, we watched uh, 14 Sita. Mm. So, uh, you could tell us a bit about that. Mm. We watched uh, Angles of My Face. Mm. and. Uh, uh, we watched a few of the things, uh, the interviews you've done around mm. Pillow Talk, mm. but we also shared because we all had watched Pillow Talk. We are those guys. Mm. We ah, come awesome. through. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. My support is out here. We, we are grassroots. Yeah. <laughs> I was there, like yeah. the first. Thank you. This is true. Mm. Like I was among the first 10 people wow. who showed up at 5 o'clock. Wow. Uh, <laughs> He's the biggest fan too. Yeah. 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 On the opening night of your uh, your pillow talk premiere. Mm. Uh, now, uh, Yanni, she just looked at me and said hi. Because like, everyone's around her. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I get? Yeah. After anyway, all this. Yeah. <laughs> what? All I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to so is... is mm. <laughs> What's, uh, and I remember we also asked this, we were like, oh yeah, we, we, we totally agreed, dope movie. Mm. So why the particular title? What does it mean? Angles on my face. Yes. Mm. This is so crazy, like we've had fights about this title for the longest time, with okay. the director especially. Mm -hmm. yeah. so like you guys, later when you fall back, they're like, what is this? But for me, as a writer, when I was writing it down, I was like, we all we all have our special features mm -hmm. mm, and the the our cheekbones whatever they stand out okay i should mention this i only make movies for kenya and africa in particular i'm not interested in the world yeah. probably i'll never make it to the oscars and i'm okay with it because i want kenyans to watch these movies because they're about us mm -hmm. yeah yeah and uh, for angles it was about us looking at ourselves we're like by the way this is how you look this is how kigondo looks and I need to appreciate you for who you are. So it's about angles of my face. So however, uh, whatever it is that I'm going through, it, it, it makes me. By the way, do you know that if you have pain, it will show on your face? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So it was something, it is that deep. That, oh yeah, <laughs> it's clearly. clearly. It, it, it's interesting because now that you speak of Africa, mm. um, there's another book recommendation. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the podcast, I told you, um, of this episode, I told you guys about reading Lying. Mm. Um, I read another book. I, I've always been very interested um, in reading about um, how different wars mm. um, came about in Africa. And just the history of Africa, right? Mm. Um, there's a book I read called, I won't tell you that you will be killed tomorrow morning or something around that. It's on the genocide in Rwanda, mm. and that like because I'd always been very ignorant. Say it about, again. I won't be. You will be killed by tomorrow morning. Something that sort. Of, mm. I'll send you the exact name of that okay. book, but you'll be killed in the morning. Mm. Something, something. But it goes very in depth about the genocide in Rwanda, mm. and why I bring this point up is because the whole thing around the Hutus and Tutsis, mm. there is a huge component about their facial structure. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So the angles of their faces, mm. like if you go back to uh, maybe the 1950s, 60s, or even actually before that, uh, the, the Belgian and French influence on mm. what ended up becoming the genocide, because it's, it's, a, it's a journey that goes way back. Okay. It didn't start in 1970 or even in 1992, mm. It's It's long before that, mm. um, where they used to differentiate people over certain uh, ethnic. Uh, mm. ethnic by how their faces look like mm. and some of them are apparently uh, you know based on your facial structure mm. you're more can i use this word primitive mm-hmm. right because of the shape of your face yeah mm. yeah and, and you know those are some of the distinct features of uh, you know hutus tutsis mm. um, and all that so it's actually very true. I, I don't know if you've done that research before. I, I don't know about Rwanda, mm. but uh, it was just Back here with, with angles yeah. being a, a thing of tribe. Yeah, it's yeah. about tribe because we, we differentiate each other with our facial features, even probably so much, even yeah. skin color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was really about that. And at the end of the movie, the whole idea was, what are we about? Is it about our tribes and everything? Mm. It's about our humanness. Because at the end of the movie, we get to know that all that has been slashed and we're just remaining as human. As human. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's beautiful. I, um, a more recent <laughs> film. Uh, you were telling me you watched this not so long ago. Uh, what's it? Come Back. Come Back. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what else? Mm. Uh, is there another movie we haven't mentioned? Ah, I keep doing this. And I think I am not the best producer because <laughs> I, have <laughs> I have movies stashed just in places. Yeah. There's Shiro. I don't know if you guys have watched Shiro. No, no. tell us about it's a very, Shiro. I actually don't have a, a thing about spoilers because a movie is an experience. Yeah. And there's no way that I can ah. spoon feed you an experience. Mm-hmm. So Shiro is about uh, a young lady who, Mjeo, like she sells food to Mjeo guys. Mm-hmm. And Anakuja, she serves tea and everything. And then she gets smacked. The guys are just guys. Yeah. Which is sad. So <laughs> it's very unfortunate. Just, so just Mjeo yeah. is Mjengo. Mjengo. Oh, because right. in some places it's Mj. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's construction <laughs> yeah, sites. Construction like market. she serves people food there. Mm. And she gets such a hard life just yeah. doing her job. Mm. And then she's like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try and look like this guy so that I can have an easier life. And she goes and transforms. It's mm-hmm. it's nothing to do with the LGBTQ. Yeah. She just wants to fit in and be comfortable doing her job. Mm. So she goes, shaves her hair, starts wearing uh, khakis. She buggy turns pants, up, yeah. buggy pants. Mm. The guys are like, yo, what mm. happened to you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has an easy life. One of them even drops a cup. They're like, you know what? I, I would rather not be served by this punk. 
Wow. But at the end of the day, she's like, you know what? I want. I just want to do a job. I don't want you to keep smacking me. Yeah. So that's Shiro. Um, when is it out and where can you <clears throat> watch it? That one is on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Okay. Okay. Like your research. Yeah, clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before it was just yeah. binging on stuff. Ah. So. But they're not together. Like, I need to put them together. They are corners yeah. of the internet. I didn't get to. Yeah. In the course Seems. of my research. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I am sure I will forget a lot because those are probably most of my student films, the okay. ones that you've watched. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah, yeah. Yeah, Nisawa too. We could, we could. Yeah. I don't know if you watch Unravel. Yes. 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 Clearly, yeah. I've not mm. watched Unravel. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put them together now that I've been challenged to do this. I'm yeah. gonna put them together. For me, I feel like I am a midwife. I just look for stories, put them together, and then I release them out into the world. Mm. So some of these people you'll never meet. <laughs> some of them you'll meet, <laughs> but yeah. they need to do a family meeting on YouTube. Clearly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Then I have a, a follow-up question. So, yeah. Um, I, I think. Um, I'd want to maybe talk a bit about Pillow Talk. Mm. Um, is, is that your best or most critically acclaimed film yet? No, I don't think so. I think Angles is. No, I Angles think so is. too. Mm. I think okay. so too. But Angles was never in the cinemas, was it? It did. It, it did. did. Yeah. Yes, it did. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it did. How, yes. how, 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 how far back is it? Is, are we talking 2015. about? 2015. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting story. Like, it was a short film, mm -hmm. it's 27 minutes. We made it and we were like, you know what, can we just have Kenyans watch this movie? Mm. We were very keen on people watching this movie because of clearly mm -hmm. post-election. Right? Yeah. So we didn't want, it's just something that when you watch it, we will be like, are you going to describe yourself as Kikuyu, Luo, mm. Kalejin? You need to be human, like mm. start <coughs> thinking from up your head. Yeah. Yeah. So we were very keen on people watching it. And we, we just went to IMAX, we like, uh, IMAX, uh, Kimathi. Like, you guys, can you just show this movie they're like bring the movie we want to see it first mm. we we brought it it's so easy they're like yes we can we can screen it when can we start can we have our posters we had nothing mm -hmm. we were in second year in uni we had nothing we we're like yeah poster rakaraka we made the poster we made a trailer and we didn't even know that we needed to give people time to like we just broadcast the information and we're like next week mm -hmm. come watch the movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it was there for three weeks and they were like we don't have the crowds to to watch this movie so we're gonna have it running for maybe two months and they had it for two months and they kept keeping it back bringing it back mm. sometimes it was just three people watching the movie but they were like good we enough have this mm. yeah. yeah yeah how do you get kenyans to go watch kenyan films because that's always been a challenge yes not, not in, and not just films mm. but also theater mm. how do we get kenyan crowds to Go to go there. Yeah. Mm. And I think this is yeah. a conversation that's been happening for years. Okay. But I think it's, it's worthwhile to, to hear what your view is on this. Okay. Uh, first of all, I think we have, Kenyans have a notion of the fact that our movies are not good enough. Mm -hmm. Probably from the fact that movies and filmmaking is pretty new in Africa. It's like, okay, let me not get into a, a, a history class. Mm -hmm. But this is something that we need to change. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, our watching culture is lacking. And then we also have new screens, the fact that you can watch something on your phone and uh, the TVs. Mm. So we have a lot of uh, competition for eyeballs. Mm. Like we need to, so we're talking about theater and film. It's not something that has been happening in Africa in general, like people just going to watch a movie in the cinemas. It has been, but it has been a British culture, like the colonialists, they used to do it, and the Indians used to do it, still do it. But for us, it, it has not been something that has been ingrained in us. So it's something that we need to introduce. 
Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, when you learn that, we need to now approach it in that direction. So for me, as, as a, let me call myself a thespian, mm -hmm. <laughs> we felt like we need to introduce the people that are more aware. And these are people who have gone to school. So that's how we actually launched towards cinema. It's, it, it, was, it is a mobile cinema. Just bring a screen, watch a movie in uh, campus grounds. And these are people that we, we, it's a database that we're creating yeah. that we will be able to call and be like, you know what, there's a movie that Matu is screening at IMAX. If you enjoyed Matu's work at campus, even five years later, be like, come through, come mm. watch the movie. And it has worked because these people are now conscious and they know that we are doing these things. Yeah. Social media has also been a great tool because we are like, tweet this, mm, post this, there's this movie coming out. Mm. And Pillow Talk is uh, a testament of that, that social media works. Yeah. For me, I came in to make Pillow Talk as a producer, 100% producer. And interesting ah, nice. enough... There's a story here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. a Pillow Talk. Yeah. So I, 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 I saw the, the script. I loved it. It was very interesting. I wanted to produce someone's work. Mm. Someone had produced for me my work, and I wanted to just return the favor. So I asked for a script. I wanted a short film. I was, I was very keen on that. I posted on Facebook. I was like, you know what? Is anyone having a short script that I, I can produce? And it was at night. And I thought the next morning, feedback, people like, and I would go through them. But a guy immediately responded. He was like, yes, I have a script just mm -hmm. for you. Uh, where can I send it? And I, I gave them my email. They sent it, and I, I, when I was going to bed, I was like, this is going to be my read. I read it. It was not a short film. It was a long one. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, I just texted them immediately I was like, when I saw the pages. I was like, I asked for a short film. Sorry, I can't do this. They were very persistent. It's mm -hmm. called Charles Century. I was like, just read it. I read it. I was like, this is not the genre that I'm looking to, to do. <laughs> I was like, you just wanted to produce. This is a one-location, two-people movie. Try it. I, I thought about it and I was like, you know what, fine, I'm going to give it a shot, but only as a producer. He was like, fine. I asked him, who would you want to direct this movie? He gave me a list of people. Next day, I got through to these people and we locked one person. They were available. We did a schedule the following week. I tried doing my production uh, uh, basics and I was like, yes, I'm good for this. Mm -hmm. Because the same energies you use to make a short film is the same energies you use to make a feature film. Mm -hmm. Everything was good. The director that we got had specifics. She really wanted her movie to be on 4K, and I had to oblige her. It was very expensive, but I did. And we went into rehearsals, or actually auditions. It took a long time. The director was available. She scouted for talent, and she locked her two actors. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. When we got into rehearsals, that's when we got a clash. Mm -hmm. She could not make it for her rehearsals. And I was very keen for the production to have rehearsals because it's a two-people uh, film, one location. So you have to have your lines right. Mm -hmm. And it was a very heavy, dialogue-heavy production. She couldn't. She could not make it. And uh, we kept postponing. The actors met for three weeks, still not showing up. Mm -hmm. And then we had to have this candid conversation. Are you going to do this? Are you going to make it? And she was, she kept saying, this is what is happening right now. Can I just come in? And we kept waiting. 
and I didn't want to move the shoot dates because I had been given such a nice location. <sighs> then it got to that point where I was like, you know what? I feel like you're not good for this production because I need this to happen. Mm. I went back to getting a, me and the writer went back to getting a, a new director. It was now two months to the shoot. No one could commit that short notice. I had to step up and direct the movie. <laughs> I, I came into a rehearsal the next, I, I used to sit in the rehearsal, but I was not directing. I was just watching them. We were recording the whole procedures. And I, I told them, you know what, guys, I am going to direct the like, but Alice, you're supposed to produce. I was like, I'm going to do this as well. Mm. So and I this went. This is totally outside your comfort zone. No, it's not. It's I have directed well, before. She's directed before. But, but this, this is not the genre. Yeah. Yeah. The genre. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. not, I was, yeah. the story, I was not keen on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had to go back on my own and now work on my perceptions and just read the story afresh as a director. And that's what I did. I, I took my kids, I gave them to my mother, mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> I now sat down, me and the script. Exile. Yes, mm -hmm. exile. Mm -hmm. And I, I did my homework, I did my research, and uh, I was ready, I was ready. And when I sat down with the actors, I was ready. I knew exactly how I wanted everything to be. And they were amazed, they were like, okay, so mm -hmm. you were actually supposed to direct this Nivenye, you were just trying to uh, help her. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we did it, and uh, we had such an awesome time, because those actors are just spectacular. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, where can we see the movie now that it's not showing huh. on um, in the theaters anymore? Yeah. Um, so the movie is uh, it was meant for Netflix. Mm -hmm. That's what the director and the writer intended, not myself. Yeah. Myself as a producer, I'm going to tell you what I intended for the movie. So I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to try and uh, put it up on Netflix. We've had asks from Showmax, actually around four houses mm -hmm. here locally. They came to see the movie and they are interested in it. But before I give it to them, I'm going to try and uh, do the Netflix. Netflix, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Wonderful. Um, I love the writer. The, the, and, and maybe sorry to go into it's this. It's called Charles Chanchori. He's a spectacular writer. He's the same guy who wrote that viral um, story. Yes, yes. It's called The Uber Driver. But the, that Actually, was not it's the not even title that's not the title. That's what people who call it that. That's what it's about. Yeah. 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 What did he call it? I Something around, driving around something. I can't remember. He, he Nairobi is, in, in, in a night, a night Nairobi in Nairobi, in night, yeah. something of that mm -hmm. sort. He, he is, yeah, I'm going to plug in the most unexpected person here, mm. my mother. Mm. So when, when, we read, when we read that story and it went viral, mm. I don't know how it got to my mother. Mm. And then Charles was being interviewed on, I think, K24. Mm. And then guess what he says mm -hmm. when he was asked about how he came about. The story. Um, yeah, not the story, like his writing. Mm. And then, you know, are there any people who are influential? Um, in terms of getting him to write. Then he mentions my mother. My mother is an English teacher. Hello. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the things that actually hey, is, you know, serendipity. My, yeah, wow. yeah. I had to find, find this clip on YouTube mm. and they had, they had put it up, downloaded it, um, you know, sent it to my mother. Now she mm. watches it every once in a while. Hey, psych, so psych. When, you, when you and Charles make it in life, yeah. Uh, I mean, my mother will be <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there. I, I, I mean, mm. you know, you know the, the, kind, the, the importance of teachers in our lives. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think we Sorry. talk about that enough. Mm. Um, everyone of us here has had a teacher influence their lives. Yeah. For me, it's the mathematics teacher back in oh, primary school. Okay. Mm. Rest in peace, Mr. Kandie. Okay. Yeah. Um, he used to beat the shit out of us. But then he was very loving as well. He was like this grandfather figure. He was an old man. Mm. 
but he was an extremely good mathematician mm. and from about class 5 to class 8 my only focus became not 90% in math but 96%. So whenever I went below 96%, I felt like I was failing him. Wow. Good stuff. Wow. So, uh, you know, you look you go back to then and to now because that's what I do in my day to day. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's a very instrumental part of who I am today. Good stuff. Yeah, and you're, <laughs> you 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 also taught for a bit and you yes. still do. Yes. Right? Mm. Uh, and and I guess this now is a segue to the next question which is um, what do you think is the future of uh, you know, filmmaking and theater in Kenya. Mm. Wow. I think that the vista is just humongous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's such a potent tool, storytelling. Mm. We as Africans, we've, we've, we've actually carried through. Storytelling has been such a huge thing in our, in our I think, setting. Because it's, it's political. That's how people used to meet, sit down, talk. Yeah. That I mean, that's how you've carried information yes. um, from, you know, our grandfathers and our ancestors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's such a, I think, potent tool is the word. Because whatever you, you instill, a lot for, for film is not something that you'd be like, you know what, let me go delete. If you've watched it and downloaded, we'd be like, we have you hostage. Like, yeah. Whatever you said in 2015, yeah. we know what you think. And so for me, I think there's such, it's such a monstrous affair. We need to invest more in how to make films and the storytelling aspect of it. What are the real stories? Because honestly speaking, and this is something that I am very keen on talking about, is that there's so much things that are, we are being plugged into. Social media is one of them and even trends. Are you, are you just dressing the way you are because you've seen it on, on whatever? Mm -hmm on YouTube, someone is dressing the way. Are you talking the way you are because you've had someone talk like that? Are the notions you have yours? Or they're just borrowed? Mm -hmm. You get? Mm. So filmmaking, I, I think the people who are teaching filmmaking should teach people on the, the stories that are worth telling and the truths that, your truths, basically. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I think, first of all, because the world has been flattened by social media and uh, technology, mm. Africa is going to be such a huge uh, source of stories. So filmmaking is going to be one of those mm. uh, tools. Do you, uh, are there any particular movies you've watched recently, be it long or short, that mm -hmm. you think, ah oh, man, these guys are on the right track, let's mm -hmm. keep having more of this? Uh, African, Kenyan? Yeah, uh, African, Kenyan, sure. Mm. Mm. Uh, there's some, uh, I think Machawood is doing such a great job. Okay. Machawood? Machawood, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think they are. Just the fact that they're allowing people to put out these stories, I think it's such a great thing. They, they may not be getting them to other levels, mm -hmm. but I think it's such a good uh, concept. And people, I can't really mention them. Like, I, I need to sit down, probably we'll link them up. Mm. I need to sit down and just come up with the, the right titles. But one of them is a story about, uh, I don't know if it's called Ukame. Mm -hmm. Ah, mm. I know it. Yeah. The one it's about the lack of water. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Q. Q. It's called Q. Q. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a dope short film. Yeah. I actually love short films. Love, love, love them. Sometime back, Nilkwa, they were calling me Queen of Shots to Pure Campo. Yeah. Because I really love that genre. It's not because you like, used to like wearing shots. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <Sorry>. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Queen of Shots. Yeah. yeah. 
But I love that journal because it's it's a punch. You're mm. like you get it or don't, mm. and you have such a short time to say it. It's like a joke if you don't get it, sour poly. Mm. But if when you get it, it's just so mm. hilarious. It's yeah. like a meme, I think. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I think there's, there's that huge uh, impact that film film is is making right now, and I can actually see it in the people that I'm hanging out with. Akinamato, because mm -hmm. he's writing. Uh, okay, he's very slow for me, but <laughs> he <laughs> takes wish... his time. Eh? He does. He yeah. takes his he time. Takes forever. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. this is Martin they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Kigondo. Mm -hmm. we, we need to be specific. Kigondo. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I can see like the, the, these gems that people are writing, and we need to see them. Yeah. And that's why, for me, I want to occupy this producing uh, space because I want to see them come alive. Yeah. I, I might not. I, I don't know if I told you, Martin, about the fact that I'm, I'm trying not to watch as much because I want to remain... Uh, to limit your influences? To limit my influences. So if I'm watching, I need to be very conscious mm -hmm. with what I'm watching, mm -hmm. even social media. Yeah. I'm trying... Be before you we went live, you are telling us how you never had a television in your household until this year? Until this year, this yeah. quarantine period. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually my husband who, who actually insisted mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. the kids don't go out mm. and we have to occupy them somehow. Mm. That was the easiest. Yes, because mm. I, first of all, as a parent, I feel like you need to have such a, you need to have a voice in your children's lives. Mm. So for me, I didn't want to, to argue with a, a box on, in the corner, like it's, it's, it's louder than myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I really wanted to, to be an influence. Toning down the noise. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Not even noise, like, um, the stimulus? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I was very keen on that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a TV for the longest time. It was there. And then we went digital. We, we, we were like, we're not even trying that hard to get into the whatever. I was like, when we went digital, I was like, you know what? We need to give out this TV because we'd be like, mm -hmm. we want to watch cable or whatever. Mm -hmm. we, we give it out. And then we actually got another TV. Someone was leaving the country. They gave us a humongous TV. Mm -hmm. Like, hmm. when you live at previous, like I told my husband, you know what? Let me let me think where we're going to give it out. We sat down with the kids. They're like, who would, who deserves to watch TV right mm -hmm. now? They're mm -hmm. like, the old people. Mm -hmm. We googled old people's <laughs> home. Duaraka, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We drove it there, and I was like, thank you guys for just doing this. Mm -hmm. No, no, what? They've worked so hard. They they need to watch TV. They were excited yeah. when we were plugging it in. They're like, now they need to watch TV. This They're is Nyumbaya Waze. Yes, you know it. Yeah. 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 Um, this is a segue back into life because I think in the interest of time, mm. um, we we need to get into a bit more uh, life and 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 get some more nuggets for our listeners mm. uh, from me because I, I I feel like you have a lot of gems. Really. Um, I am so, old. That's why. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't think it necessarily comes with that. Mm. Uh, but that's a discussion for another day. H how old are your kids? Ah, my firstborn Malik is 12, going mm. 13. Mm. He's actually got circumcised yesterday. Should I say hey. that? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Tra traditionally, like the river? No, not the river, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I know things have changed. I was actually having this discussion with a few guys, yeah. uh, you know, and I was teasing my wife telling her, hey, our son must go to the river. No, not the river. So they go to the hospital, um, uh, <laughs> but then the, the things that follow up after that yes. are quite traditional. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So his father, <laughs> his father is not in the country, mm -hmm. but he made sure that it's done the... 
does he have like um, a godfather or someone? He does. He, he, he does. call them Motiri. Motiri. Yeah. He does. Yeah. So Motiri is Mr. Karemi. Mm. He's been having him for like a week mm. now, and uh, he's now in seclusion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even. Yes. Are you worried about that? Um. I, did, I, I, did yeah, no, I was anxious. It? I was yeah. very anxious. Yeah. I was told like. Mm. Uh, he's a man and a lot of men have gone through this. I was mm. like, you know what? Peace out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have done my, my, my bit. He's from my lap mm -hmm. now yeah. to the world. Yeah. So yeah. for the guys who are listening, mm. to just give them a picture of who Malik is. Yeah. Malik is the young, little cute face <laughs> that you watched or you watch oh. in angles of my face. Yes, That's yes, actually, yes. He's now a man. Yes. He's now a man. Taraji wow. is a man now. Taraji is a man. Taraji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so who was I going with this? They're my kids. Uh, he's, he's going 13. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Wairimo, he's uh, 10. Mm -hmm. She is 10. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Zahara, she is uh, 9. Yeah. 9. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so the, my question is, especially mm -hmm. in, in the wake of technology and Western influence and social media, so many things, right? Mm. Um, one is, um, I, I love how African you are. Mm. And you, you know, you appreciating being born in Kenya, being, your earrings are actually, uh, you know, the African content, uh, mm. continent, sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, so how, how do you ensure that, uh, you know, you're passing on culture and heritage. I mean, circumcision is obviously a big one as mm. a you know, rite of passage, mm. but then how, how do you ensure that your kids learn who mm. they are as Kenyans and African mm. um, with all these other different influences? Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think the simplest is language, mm -hmm. first of all. I've been very keen on teaching them language. I, sadly, I only know like two. Mm. I know Kikuyu and I know Borana. Mm -hmm. And you can speak Borana? Yes, I can. Hey. Not very well, but I can. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's the only thing that I can, I can offer. So we have actually have had that's a, a class. I don't think it's... it's <laughs> don't trivialize it in any way. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you're to compare cause... with me, I only know English and Sheng. Uh, can you Mbogi. show the guy Oh, okay. Yeah, it speaks it overnight. <laughs> changes every week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we've, with homeschooling, you're able to do these things. Mm -hmm. So we had a class for Kikuyu where you have chats mm -hmm. with items and then you put the names. Mm -hmm. So you're like, if you can make 10 sentences, we have a class going on. Mm -hmm. So like you have a cup, something And do the same with Rendile. Yeah, Borana, yeah. it's Borana. Borana, sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the same with Borana. And then I, I, I can't say I've raised my kids. My kids are for the community because I give them out. I'm like, you know Wonderful. what? Yeah. yeah. So when, when I got that experience where I could just die like that and then they're left out here, I'd be like, you know what, mm -hmm. you guys, you need to know everyone. Mm -hmm. So I'm very keen with that. So they know, unlike maybe my siblings, my kids know all their relatives. We go to Marsabit in December. We go to, my husband is actually half Luya. Mm -hmm. So he's from Tiriki. They've gone to Tiriki. Mm -hmm. He, he's been raised Such by a the mother alone. In that family, yeah? It is. Yeah. Actually, my, my some of my friends call them the UN, UN kids, but it's not <laughs> UN. <laughs> and then, I, just a little bit, like my, my dad is Amharic. Mm -hmm. Like his, his, great, his grandfather is Ethiopian. Wow. Yeah. And uh, his mother, the dad is Maasai. Like Niwala Ototoakwibiwa during Cattle Rushing. It's just weird. That's another podcast yeah. altogether. So when I say um, it's sadly that I just do know those two languages, it's because we have so much, yeah. but we've just tapped into two. Yeah. Uh, so 
language is one, like I've tried to just infuse that. And travel, like even before homeschooling, we used to travel a lot. We'd be like, you know what, this is the holiday that we go to Tiriki land. Mm -hmm. We'd be out there. My sister lives in Mwingi, we'd be like, Mwingi. And they'd go struggle with the other kids. They're like, ay, watu wanongia kikamba huku. Kidogidogu, when they're coming back, they have three or four words yeah. in, the, in the language. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even historic, like we we try to figure out what is around us that is something that they would get into. Mm. So for them, they know that uh, archives is not a a, nini, a bus stop. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a building <laughs> with, yeah. uh, with, with things yeah, going on inside. Gone, gone, you yes. hear that? <laughs> no, I've been there. Okay. Well, of course, as a creative, I have to do my research. Okay. So, yeah. 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 So I'm not the guy. Yeah. You're the guy. All right. Yeah. So that okay. and. Um, other places, the museum is one of them. That is like something that we, we do often. And even uh, as wide as maybe Zanzibar, the slave mm. uh, trade spots. Mm. My son cried when he saw the stories there, they're mounted on the wall. He was like, why would someone just carry and sell their brother? Yeah. He was messed up. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. And they're conscious. It's, it's, it's a burden being conscious because mm. now you feel more. You know, you know about your background, mm -hmm. you, you question things, mm -hmm. it's a burden. But you're they, not on they autopilot. Are, you're not on autopilot. Yeah, and, yeah. They, and they see things. And they mm -hmm. struggle with the, the system. Mm -hmm. But I'd rather that yeah. than just being a prototype. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, It's a trade-off that you have to make in yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So between you quieting the monkey mind and being very observant and conscious of what is happening. Mm -hmm. Just observing thoughts. And yeah, it, it's a trade-off you, you have to make. Mm. It's, it's easier to be on default mode. Yes, it's it absolutely is. It's easier to be on default easy. mode. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, so I won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what next in terms of uh, just you as a mother, mm. with the kids around, but also you as a filmmaker? Mm. Uh, what next for you? Mm. What do you expect? Because I believe this is one of the guests that uh, I would love to have again and again and again because <laughs> there are so many stories from your mm. past, but we also... Beer is crashed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like even for your future, there are so many yeah. stories we'll get. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what, 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 what would you like to see in your near future mm. or even, yeah, slightly further? As a mother, I think yesterday was a momentous day for me. Mm -hmm. now it's from my love to the world. My mm, son yeah. is now, mm. I just have one boy. Okay, I have several, but now that one is the one that uh, yeah. I have nurtured like 100%. I feel like these people are borrowed mm -hmm. as a mother. So I'm just, I'm just having them for some moment and then they are gone. Uh, we, we are traveling. We have to leave the country, mm -hmm. sadly. This is a... <laughs> Uh, so they're, they're going to Singapore. They are going to school now because the schooling there is better. It's something that you're trying. They, we've, they've been there. They've been to the school before COVID. They chose their school. They've been doing the homeschooling bit with the, on, on, on Zoom and everything. So they're already in the new system, yeah, Shule. Okay, so they've even met some of their potential classmates, ETC, teachers. Teachers, teachers, teachers okay. yeah. Okay. So they have. So that's a new avenue for me, like just letting them go into the world. Yeah. But I enjoy the system there. But I seem to, to I, I, I feel like I still will have some classes with them. Come a language. And even life is just a whole Are you moving class. Well? Yes, we are. Wow. So, of us. so my husband, is, we are relocating to Singapore. Mm -hmm. Okay. Actually, 23rd of this month. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. It's such a, it's a tearing thing for me because I love, love, love being here. 
and I were it not for school and the fact that their dad is there we would not be moving I'm very comfortable being in Africa and I think this is where I even tell them this is where you're supposed to be and Atam Kiendauko they're gonna be maybe world citizens mm -hmm. but this is where our our input is this needed is this is yeah. home, this is home. Mm. this is home with everything that we do with everything that they'll turn out to be this is where their impact is needed and i feel like i i'm not raising them just for them to be citizens they need to be impactful citizens so we are going to come back and we're going to come back maybe even better people mm. so motherhood is me letting them go to school and uh, seeing how that turns out because it's a process uh film i feel like with covid now people know how to collaborate even better mm -hmm. so i'm looking to make even more films i am trying to get into that production space producing producing basically means bringing people together with the, the right merchandise mm -hmm. to make these stories come true and uh, for me it's a challenge i like being there and doing the small things mm -hmm. like if we're talking about maybe a setting mm -hmm. where it needs to look a certain kind of way. I would love to be there, but now I will not be there. Mm. So I will have to work with people that I trust and to just share with them what I would love to see, maybe even in their productions, mm -hmm. if I am producing. So I'm looking for bigger, greater collaborations. It could be short films, but they have that impact. And even for me now that I will not be in the motherland, I will have to like work on um, the things that I, I know I'm weak in, like maybe letting go of productions when they're done. <laughs> like the fact <laughs> yeah. that all my productions are not in one space. So those are the things I'm, I'm trying to, to yeah. 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 Mm. We, I have a couple of questions as we wind up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything that you've changed your mind about in the last one year? Mm. Wow, there are a couple. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. Wow, I wish you asked me earlier Nigekona a slew of them. But I think the biggest thing is forgiving. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've, uh, I've, I thought I, I was forgiving, but mm -hmm. maybe I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So right now I have a new uh, way of forgiving. Like it's not about you, maybe I'm a myself with whatever baggages that I'm carrying. It's about just saying it out loud and meaning it and being alive to it. For example, even being married is such a forgiving job. It's actually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> He's laughing because he knows. Mm. Yeah. So, True. Wow. True. Yeah. So we are three of us in the studio, <laughs> and it's only one guy who's not married. So I'm not <laughs> nodding my head. Yeah. But Nisawa. Yeah. So forgiving is such an active uh, job. It's it's just knowing your truth and and being alive to the fact that people will do you wrong, but you don't need to hold on to that, and. Uh, even yourself, like I don't know if I'm too hard on myself, but I I I think I need to be very forgiving of myself as well. Mm -hmm. So it's something that I am very conscious about. Sometimes it's as simple as um, driving, and you want to be there faster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're like, you know what? Maybe this guy needs to get there faster than myself. So yeah. you're like, yeah, please go <laughs> or whatever. It's it's. It might sound very trivial, but for me it's such a big deal. That's a big, that's a big one. Because it affects you a lot. It does. You it's it's made me lighter. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, made me no. super lighter. Someone once said that, you know, carrying a grudge, which could be considered as the opposite of not, uh, similar to not forgiving, mm. is like you always carrying a hot coal in mm. your hand, waiting to throw it at someone. Right. It keeps burning. It keeps burning you. Mm. you know what I mean? So that's, you know, that's why you feel lighter. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I felt like forgiving nilikona feel ni kama I need to we need to sit down and talk it out. Mm-hmm. So for me it doesn't mean that. It means yeah. me just letting go and be like, yeah. you know what? Matter yeah. you did that. Serve up. It's okay. I'm letting you and I would still have a chance with the person. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other is just being uh, truthful. Like just owning your truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have a twin sister and we have constant um, battles because we are very different. Mm-hmm. We are very different. She thinks she's actually if I can say this, she's a she's an activist. Mm-hmm. She's very political. And on the other hand, I am a pacifist. I'm like No, what that's how you want to take the country? Sound. I, <laughs> yeah. I will not I will not go to the streets, but she will go to the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for 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 me, I feel like I am not fighting a lot of battles. I've just decided to laser focus on whatever it is that I'm able to yeah. to deal with. Yeah. So Those are big. Those are big ones. Yeah. <laughs> um well, since we are sort of winding up, I could play around with a few things as well, yeah? Mm. So let's throw it back mm. to you growing up, yeah? Mm. Uh, what did you prefer? Would you prefer mabuyu or kashata? Wow, mabuyu. Distinct mabuyu even now. Not really. Yeah. I've become very health conscious. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Wait, mabuyu. We probably need another episode of this. <laughs> we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you become conscious? Does it have anything to do with what you spoke about at the beginning of the podcast? Yes. Conscious of probably. what you're eating. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Eating, reading, yeah. and even influencing myself like mm. I want to talk a bit more about breathe. eating. So mm. uh, what have you how has that transition been? What have you changed into? Have you become a vegetarian, vegan? Mm. Um, ah, good. No, I haven't. Vegetarian. I haven't become such a strict uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what happened is that I really wanted a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. So I knew I really needed to be very fit. Mm-hmm. I I needed like I wanted like six children. So I kept struggling like my pregnancies were a big struggle. And uh, I opted to eat healthy mm-hmm. to maintain their home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So that it's as back as that time. Okay. That's I got married in 2006 so it's that far away. Mm-hmm. And uh when I went down the whole healing process was a miracle mm-hmm. the doctors couldn't get it i was on dialysis for maybe three months mm-hmm. even after coming out of the coma so like this body is responding like we never knew it mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. they were like you're gonna be on dialysis for uh, a year you're gonna have uh, i was taking uh, some media to thin the blood yeah. mm-hmm. it's gonna be on this blood how long? Yeah. yeah and i was like no i studied i was like this body can heal itself and that's how I got out of it. The doctors actually talk about me. They're like if she could do this, anyone can do this. And I got off those machines so fast. Mm. I went for dialysis for like three weeks and I kept telling them, "Please check because I'm doing everything like it's supposed to." I was on uh, ugali and uh, it was ugali and what? Just to make sure that my nephrons are right, mm. the, the kidneys. But I I beat all that and it's because of clean eating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, so I'm, I'm keen on growing my own food. That's mm-hmm. like a dream mm-hmm. and eating right. Make and your food your medicine and your medicine your food. Yes. Um yeah, so I I'm a huge consumer and um, of health sciences. Mm. Uh, because I also want to get into that space where um, mm. you never really have to think about medicine because you eat right. Mm. And then you know the body taken if you take very good care of your body mm, then your body will you. take care of yeah absolutely mm. yeah absolutely. right um another follow up question maybe as you wind up again mm. is 
Um, if you to put up a billboard somewhere mm-hmm. and have one quote on it, mm. um, what would it be? So let's say, for instance, um, Globe Cinema. So yeah. everyone is seeing it as they come into town. Mm. What would that be? Wow. <laughs> or maybe, wow. maybe to um, make it a simpler thought. Mm. Are there are there any particular quotes that come to you very mm. fast? Or are things that over the years you've clung on to? Is, yeah. is that the opposite of cling? <laughs> sure. You've, yeah. Whatever the word is. Yeah. I think it's cling. Cling. I'm, okay. I'm not very sure. Whatever that is. <laughs> um, we'll check. Uh, but are there particular long quotes, short quotes preferably that you sort of have worked with over the years? And very actionable. It's not just in your head. It's mm. like things that you use to drive your decision-making process or even your actions and how you live life. Mm. Wow, I have a couple, like three. <laughs> wow. And they're yeah. trying to escape me right Good now. Good things come in threes. <laughs> yeah, the trinity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The billboard, let me just answer that first because I have it. Mm. It would be, this is it, leave it. This is it, leave it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like this is the life. Like mm-hmm. just leave it the way you mm-hmm. you meant to leave it. Mm-hmm. Mm, there, there are those things that keep coming back. And it's something close to that. Mm-hmm. This Quesera Sera. Sera, Sera. It's basically the same thing, like okay. yeah, whatever will be will be. Mm-hmm. And serendipity. Like I believe everything connects mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. And I really don't struggle. I don't struggle uh, for work. I don't struggle to be with people. I just believe like every person that we meet is meant to be with us. Mm. Yeah. And we just need to make the most of it. And I believe that we're all spirits. This is just our bodily, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. I suppose I'm, I'm very, um, I have a, a lot more questions than Mato. Mostly <laughs> <laughs> because I haven't known you. Um, ah. and, but you, it's wonderful talking to you. Mm. And because of that, I'll, I'll just steal some time to ask one final question. Mm-hmm. If you were to give a TED talk mm-hmm. about something that your friends and those close to you do not know about you, mm-hmm. but you're really good at it, mm-hmm. um, what would that be? So something <laughs> that not many people know that you can actually do that well, mm-hmm. but you can actually do it very, very well. So give us a TED talk about that. What would that topic be? What if there are a lot of things that I know how to do? I mean, pick <laughs> one um, or pick two. One. Yeah, something mm-hmm. that can actually sustain a TED talk with. For me, for me, I think I've been doing everything that I want to do and I've been trying to polish mm-hmm. the things that I know I'm good at. One of them is writing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like mm-hmm. it's such a potent art and I keep trying to make it better. So it would be about... But people know about you, about, about you and writing, yeah. right? So, you, so it, this probably means that I haven't been hiding mm-hmm. the, the, my talents. Ah, <laughs> I see. I yeah. See. But... Um, I'm a good listener, mm. so probably it would be about the how to listen. Listening. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. art and science of listening. And 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 uh, chances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I do very well with the addicts, addicts like people who people have given up on. Mm. I I would just giving people chances. I feel like we should. Everyone should. So maybe that would mm. be such a. And everyone great. deserves it. Yes, and everyone does. Yeah, mm. true. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, any pets? No. Funny enough, we have them r- roaming around. Like right now, we have a cat <laughs> that is always at my door. Mm-hmm. I, thought you, I thought you had a dog. 
those are not mine. They're my neighbors. Yeah. Like I have them. <laughs> my, my, one of my kids is allergic, so oh. I can't have them. Mm. But he has a cow, so I don't know if it counts. Sure. <laughs> sure. If so you our pet is a cow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I've been consciously gifting my nieces and nephews cows because I want them to be rich and take care of me. Hey, um, half a sound. <laughs> you, you, you're planning very well for your future. Cynthia? Yeah, wonderful. Uh, and one last one for me. Um, Kamilisha Medalia. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so, Alice. Wonderful. Alice, thank you so much for making time to be with us here. Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed this conversation significantly, mm -hmm. and I'm really hoping that uh, we can do this again in the future. Mm -hmm. um, we'd really, I feel like there are so many areas that we've not gone in depth with, mm -hmm. and I'd really love for, uh, you know, to do that, especially the, in, 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 on the side of you being African and advocating for Africanism and, mm -hmm. and all that. I'd really get to uh, want to learn more about it. There, there's this thing about um, at times seeing whatever you're going through better, you have to step out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now that you're transitioning into this other part of your life where you'll have to be away from the continent, mm -hmm. I think it would be interesting to have you back again mm -hmm. when you visit. Najwa, yes, when you're yes. back after when you come home for Easter yeah. or Christmas, just shoot movies. Yeah. Yeah. I am shoot coming back to shoot movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can immerse yourself from it mm. and then have a better view. Yeah. Like wow. We would love thing. to have you yeah. back. Wow. We hear about your experience, mm. compare the, the, the levity. Mm. But uh, <laughs> Asante Sana. Asante mm. Nashkuru Sana. Yeah, this Thank you so you much. And enjoy your time me. in Singapore. Mm. Right? I will try and do that. So, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, keep looking out for more of our material. Remember, we are on Twitter as to be born. That is at to be born. The number two, the letter B, then B O R N podcast, and that's the same handle for our Instagram. On Facebook, we are busy being born podcast. There right. you are. Um, are you on the? Are you online? How can people find you? I am online. I am present, but I'm not active. Active. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, on Instagram, I'm straight up African. Yes, okay. <laughs> I love that name. Yeah. It's a straight up, just the way you say straight up, mm -hmm. and then African, but the Africa is with an at the end it's A I N E like cocaine, ah. African. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. And yes. on Facebook, it's just Alice Wangui. Mm, Twitter, it's Alice Kambani. Mm -hmm. mm. Right. Mm. So great. Um, thank you very much for listening mm. uh, and. Enjoy yourself. There you are. I've been your host, Kigondo Wanjiro. And I've been your other host, Kamande Wamboy. Mm. And remember, if you're not constantly being born, that is, if you're not busy being born, then you're probably busy not living. Sante sana. Peace. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Do look out for more from us. For now, Kwahiri.